0: You can't make up your own rules for redemption, right? You can't make up your own rules for prosperity either. I'll give you the Word of God in a short period of time and then Mom will come and minister to you by the Spirit. I'm giving you the Word and she ministers to you by the Spirit. The two of us together make a completed package. So that's what you're going to look forward to, amen. 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 Now we were talking about last week uh, the three books that she used early on, and in, in uh, after we got redeemed and filled with the Holy Ghost, uh, one of those books was right and wrong thinking. And so uh, I was I ordered one of those. I didn't have one. Mine's missing someplace. So. I went on Amazon and got me one, ordered it, and two days later, I had it in my office. So, uh, they're available. But right and wrong thinking is powerful. Uh, if you haven't received it, you need it. These three books you really need uh, to get a good foundation. That was the, the foundational books that we were using at the time to uh, grasp these truths that we had, we didn't have any. We had We didn't have a clue. All we had was uh, a desire and hunger. We were hungry for the truth. Uh, We realized that we had been, the truth had been neglected in our lives because we weren't at a place where they majored on truth. They majored on sovereignty and uh, fear and, you know, all these things, but not the truth. So we immediately uh, set about to. uh, to gain the revelation but we didn't know what we were looking for but we were hungry and God led us uh, in those days uh, re- information was hard to come by uh, there was there wasn't any books there wasn't any tapes there wasn't anything hardly anything available and so we, we uh, looked and looked and scrounged and looked and to find uh, the availability of the truth that we needed and so we um, it's very, it's very uh, needful to understand And we've just entered back into this phase of this The importance of the mind Well that's where right and wrong thinking comes You can't believe or let's re, Let me rephrase it The only thing you believe Comes out of your thinking Okay So if you're thinking wrong And that's what this, this book was all about Thinking wrong, believing wrong, saying wrong, receiving wrong. Uh, So the idea was to get your thinking in line with the truth so you could think right, and then you can believe right. Well, that's where we are this morning, I think. A lot of people, uh, they haven't taken the time uh, to uh, think right. Just because you hear something doesn't mean you understand it. And if you don't understand it, you can't have it understanding is important hearing is important understanding is important and then you have to start thinking along the lines of what you've heard if it's the truth and this is where we're headed this morning one of the most difficult tasks in ministering to folks is to get them to understand that the, get understand the truth that God wants people to prosper Okay, you have to understand that this is a basic understanding. You have to believe this that God wants you to prosper. He's not He's not withholding things from you. He's doing He's doing his best. But let me let me let me step right in here and give you this protocol instruction. Okay? Now I use protocol because it's so easy to understand, like I said, it's a procedure. Okay? So there is a procedure for redemption, true or false. You can't make up your own rules for redemption, right? right? You can't make up your own rules for prosperity either. True. True. There's a protocol, just like there's a protocol for being filled with the Holy Ghost. Yes. You can't make up your own rules. I got into this one time up in Connecticut with a guy. Uh, he wanted to make up his own rules to be filled with the Holy Ghost. And he never, I spent a week with him. He never. He never received it. As far as I'm concerned, if he didn't change, he's not going to. Because he was trying to set the boundaries, he was trying to set the port- protocol, he was trying to set the uh, the procedure, how he was going to receive. I said that's not what it says in the Bible. The the scripture says this. Well, see, he couldn't believe that, and he because his his belief guides uh, his thinking. Guides your your thinking. Guides your belief. You got that? Your thinking, my thinking, our thinking guides our belief. This is why there's a a confusion a lot of times in the body of Christ because of our thinking. The thinking process isn't straightened out, and, and we believe what we think. Come on. Just because you hear it doesn't mean you believe it. You just heard it. See, a lot of people confuse hearing with believing. No, 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 no. No, that's not. You you do have to hear it to believe it, but just because you hear it doesn't mean you believe it. And a lot of times the things that you're hearing are going so contrary to what you have been taught and what you believe, it takes a period of time to replace the belief system, to uh, upgrade your belief system. Your, up, your belief system should be in a constant upgrading process. You should never stop. It always should be upgrading, 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 upgrading. For instance, the majority of us came out of a belief in this, It was either full-fledged or influenced heavily by the sovereignty message. And the sovereignty message is strictly this. God is in charge of everything. Good, bad, or indifferent, God's in charge. If bad things are happening to you, if bad things are happening in your life, God's in charge and he has a reason for doing it. And then, of course, then they had the uh, extra part that who are we to question what God is doing in your life? I said, I can't believe... You know, that was my belief too. I believe that. And so when the truth came and I saw... Uh, and i started to hear uh, something contrary uh, it was a shock to my system but i was hungry the door had been open i had I saw some truth and i realized that i had to start evaluating what i believed versus what the truth was and 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 i wanted to make the change i wanted to change from what I had been believing because what I had been believing was fear-based. Okay, as a youngster in the church that I grew up in, they, they just scared the hell out of a child. I, I was frightened all my life because they preached hell so hot you could feel the heat. That's what they felt like their job was. And so as a nine, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13-year-old I uh, I I was so uh, uh, devastated with hell. I wanted to get saved in the worst way, but the only problem was the protocol was not the right one. It was based on feeling. So I, like I've told you before, I went to the altar. Went to the baptismal pool seven times because every time you go to altar that's what they'd do. Take you to the baptismal pool. And the church I went with, the church I was in, uh, they didn't have a baptismal pool, they had to go borrow some other churches. So they'd load everybody up and take you over there. Take you And the idea was, you know, they'd say, Now, you know, this is this is it, this is it. And in the morning when you wake up, the sky will be bluer and the birds will sing brighter and all that kind of stuff. And I got up the next morning and it was the same thing. There wasn't any birds singing and there wasn't any brighter. And I was still scared to death of hell because I was not born again. I wasn't saved. I was still in the same old fix that I was. And I stayed in that same fix until I was about 40-something years old. When I finally received the truth, I got the protocol. I got the procedure. A man stood in front of a congregation and said, I don't have enough time to do this, but if you want to be redeemed, here's how you do it. And he took the Roman road real briefly and said, believe in your heart and say with your mouth. Nobody had ever said that before. They just said, get in line and go to the pool. So, when I obeyed the protocol, when I obeyed the procedure, I was redeemed and I knew it. And I, I was no longer afraid of hell. I was never be a part of it. From that time, it's been a steady growth pattern and understanding, okay? And I'm not through growing. By any means, Amen. but this morning I want to talk about two. Want to talk about one subject in two parts. Okay, uh, the uh, God wants us. To, you have to understand this as a fact: that God wants you to prosper, uh, and He wants you to do well in life. In fact, here's the thing: God wants you to prosper more than you want to. But there's a procedure, there's a protocol. It doesn't happen just because you uh, read it. It doesn't happen just because you believe it. There's There's a requirement, there's a protocol. There's a series of events that has to take place. But it's possible. God wants you to prosper. And if you're not prospering, let me tell you another big old wild hairy secret, it isn't God's fault. It's yours. Yes. Can't blame God. No, no, no. Uh-uh. Listen to me. We're going to insert a strange word here this morning. So get prepared for it. You probably never heard this word before. It's called faith. Okay. Because any type, anything that you're doing in this arena has to be done in the. Inside of the scope of faith, faith is important, it's important in all of this. It's the foundational belief faith, 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 faith. We've talked faith for 40 years here. Anytime that you're involved in prosperity, it has to be done in faith, not in fear or any other outside element. It has to be faith, okay? Faith is built on trust in God's Word. So the first thing is to know what God's Word says about prosperity, about money, about prospering, about abundance. What does the Scripture say about it? You can't take somebody's Word for it. You have to go look. You have to go study. You have to be hungry. You have to have a desire. You have to want to. You have to make up your mind, I'm going to get this. If nobody else in the world gets it, I'm going to get it. That's about the only way to get kick the door open so you can receive it. You can't be uh, Mickey Mouse around. You can't be passive. You have to be aggressive with this. Because, not because you're aggressive with God. No, 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 no. See, we already established that. There is another, there's another entity involved. There's something else that's involved that's interfering, not God. And this is why when the sovereignty message is, is misunderstood or preached in an era that people misunderstand it and they don't understand who the problem is and the problem is Satan and he's doing a job in their life but they're blaming God. They're they're mute because they say, well, God is doing this to me. God is teaching me something. God, God, I heard a man the other day say, God is testing me to make me stronger by doing all these things to me. And I'm thinking, really? Really, 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 really? That's not true. But you believe that. And that's what, he's a preacher. He's preaching that to his congregation. Listen to me. God is not holding back on you to make you strong. God is not testing you to make you strong. Oh, you're getting tested. Okay, there's no question about that. It's happening to you, but it's not God, and it can be overcome. See, nobody wants to overcome God. That's the trickery. That's why this is such a uh, this is why this is such a uh, horrendous teaching that has stolen from the body of Christ. Because nobody wants to challenge God, the, and they've been convinced that it's him, so they just let it alone. And they're not in abundance. They're not prospering. They don't know what to do. Just getting by is not God's program. That's where most people are. Just get by. That's not God. That's something else. That's That's a procedure you've written. You've written that procedure thinking you're going to get away with it. But let me tell you something you're not. That procedure won't work. That's not God's procedure. That's your procedure. Here we go. Without the knowledge that it's without the knowledge of understanding that God wants you to prosper, it's impossible to completely understand and receive the revelation. Now, listen. I've said this before couple of weeks ago, building on top of this, you have to understand whatever it is that you're comprehending. You have to understand it. Without understanding, you're not going to receive it. You must understand to receive. Amen. You got this? You have to understand to receive. Come on. Amen. So therefore that makes, that puts you in a position of having to seek Okay, Now listen to me God will not hold it back from you from, To keep you from understanding But you must have the desire To want to understand what are, You want to understand abundance It just won't happen It just won't happen to you Because God wants it to happen That's the point You have to understand how it, how, What the protocol is What the procedure is What the word says Not what somebody else says Not what you think what the Scripture says, what the Bible says, okay? So, without the knowledge, it's impossible to completely understand and receive the revelation. Just getting by is not the answer. It's more than enough. It's more than enough. It's more than enough. Just getting by is not more than enough. It's more than enough. God wants His children... Listen, I also heard this, and it just... It it makes me aggravated. I shout a lot. So my my bride doesn't watch a lot of TV with me because I get, uh, I'm into uh, questions and answers. I answer the question when they're asked, okay? And for instance, this particular person says, he's teaching a group of people, he's teaching a congregation, and he's calling them God's children. Well, there's a problem with that. Because you know what happens when you start identifying people as God's children. Can you think about this? Can you get this? You understand what happens? Where else in the scriptures have you been? Have you heard God's children? Huh? Has it? Did it ever occur in the old covenant? Was Israel ever considered God's children? Uh huh. Well, that's what happens when you do this. When you start ministering to people here. At this at this stage and you start using terminology that's equally easy to relate to and bring under and bring in false understanding, listen to me. When you say God's children and the and, and the people who are under receiving this, they get the wrong they get the wrong impression of who they are. See, God's children doesn't have the impact or the influence that the body of Christ has. Amen. So I'm always I'm always listening for these things, and when I hear it, it upsets me. I, I saw right away this guy; he doesn't know what he's. He's not doing it on purpose because that's what he believes. That's what he's been taught. But the truth of the matter is, once you get, you must get the revelation of the body of Christ. And that's not just a statement, that's a fact. It's a real body. And God put it together. And he's, the script. somebody said to Brother Hagin, what's God doing today? He's building strong local churches. Well, what's a strong local church? It's the body of Christ. God is building the body of Christ continually around the world today.